Hello, you're listening to Arts Talk Radio, and I'm Michael Hasted. We bring you regular news, reviews and interviews relating to all aspects of the arts in Holland, concentrating on events in Amsterdam, The Hague, Rotterdam and the surrounding areas. A special this week dedicated to a new English-language stage production in Amsterdam. Hot on the heels of their sellout production of The Importance of Being Earnest, the QE2's new show, The 39 Steps, is opening at the beginning of December. This is the Patrick Barlow play, which is based on the Alfred Hitchcock film of the John Buchan novel. It has a cast of well over 130 characters, but these are played by only three actors and one actress. They achieve this by the skilful use of regional accents and a lot of hats. I was at rehearsals for the famous train scene at the CC Amstel Theatre in Amsterdam, and I spoke to the cast and director. More free. More free and easy. Do you remember the old-fashioned sort? All bones and no bits. <laughs> My wife. <laughs> I'm with Mark Winstanley of Queen's English Theatre Company, and your new production is The 39 Steps. It is The 39 Steps. It's a QE2 production. So we, we formed QE2, Loveday Smith and I, a couple of years ago to tour. But we're kind of... Um, branching out into something new and we're doing a big production with another a couple of actors as well so not just a, a two-hander it's a, a four-hander the 39 steps and for this you're not so much wearing your director's hat but lots of other hats how many hats do you have in the show oh i think at least 40 uh, in terms of the number of roles we play um it says all together the four of us play 139 characters wow. in a couple of hours so it's uh, it's pretty full-on do you get confused about which hat to put on? Uh, we did. The scene that we just you just saw us rehearsing is probably the most complicated in terms of physically switching hats. And in that scene, I play a paper boy, um, a salesman, a policeman, and an Irish lady. Um, so yeah, that can get can get pretty confusing. But I think we're yeah for, with four weeks to go, we're pretty well on top of it. What made you choose this play? I mean, it's, it's obviously. Um, a really good play for uh, because it's a relatively small cast, but it's, in fact it's quite a big show. Yeah, there are lots of effects and everything else. So, what attracted you to it? Uh, I, I'd seen it and I loved it, and I loved the original film. Although, actually, I think I was brought up a bit. M- Which original film? Yeah, I think I was brought up a bit more on the Kenneth Moore film, the fifties, sixties one. I think that was the best one. Do you? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, and uh, I loved that. I w- I've also watched that again, but uh, then I went back and watched the Hitchcock film. But I'd seen the the, the West End show. And uh, I think it's a crowd pleaser and it's a great show to do for sort of in the run up to Christmas. It's a very, very much a family show. We've not done much of a family show for a, for a while, so it was time. Have you never been tempted to do a pantomime? We've been very tempted to do a pantomime. Oh, no, we haven't. Yeah, we have been tempted to do pantomime. But I think your problem would be finding a dame, though, wouldn't it? Uh, <laughs> no, I don't think that would be our problem. But I, no, I, I, we should do a pantomime. It's a bit mad that we, that we haven't done, but yeah. Maybe that's our show next year. Okay, Mark Wisson, thanks very much indeed. Thank you. Hello. Hello. Good Lord. What is it? There's been a woman murdered in a fashionable West End flat. Oh, all these sex dramas don't appeal to me. What one? What one what? The two o'clock at Windsor. The two o'clock at Windsor? Bachelor boy. Good. It's seven to four on. Not so good. Where was I? Oh, yeah. Stabbed in the back, she was. 
Portland Mansion, Portland Place. Oh, what, by the BBC? Mind you, that's the place to put anyone to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, I'm Graham Garner, and I'm playing Richard Hannay. And I think you're the only person in this show who's only got one part. That's correct, and I'm very lucky to do so, to be honest with you. <laughs> you don't get an inferiority complex? Uh, no, not at all, no. I think, uh, I think it's just all good fun, but I think, uh, I think the others have actually got more of a challenge, especially the clowns, um, you know, the characterisations around each individual character they're doing. With me, it's just concentrating on just one. So for, for those who... I mean, I, I can't imagine that, uh, that there isn't anybody who's not familiar with 39 Steps itself... Um, but this is based on the Hitchcock film, I think. Yes, set in, from the Hitchcock version. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the others that have happened in the United Kingdom, you know, in the 60s and then the 70s with Powell is very different. The, the amazing thing I always think, because I, I think I've seen all the films, they're all pretty crappy. There isn't a good <laughs> film. Among, I think there have been three. There was the Hitchcock, there was the Kenneth Moore, there That's was the right. Robert Powell. Yes, yes. And I think they did a TV one as well. And yeah, they've and all been rubbish. they just done a BBC one, which they've got very serious about. So um, they've probably, I've not seen it myself, but I've been told it's been very much cleaned up, as it were, to make it a little bit plausible, let's say the least. I don't think, I don't think it was even... Even the, the plausibility, I think it was just, they just weren't particularly well done. And, and, they, and none of them really stuck to the original story very much. But I think no. that the play actually is almost the nearest. No, I think so. I think, uh, yeah. And I think, uh, you know, when, when they decided, um, the theatre company back in 2014 and 12, I'm not 100% sure of the time, but, you know, the, the, they probably more than, and like we've seen, it, it's, it's more of a, a comedy than it is a thriller. And it's been uh, something that um, Mark, the producers, actually pushed across with, um, the audiences here in the Netherlands to make sure that it's they don't understand that it's just a British thriller. It's actually a British comedy thriller and, and a very good thriller. I mean, there's a, a lot of action. There's, yes. um, I mean, the, the re- rehearsal scene I was recording just now. You're on a train and you get out and go across the fourth bridge, and this is yes. all done with a couple of boxes and a couple of um, ladders, a couple of ladders and a lot of smoke. Yes, that's right. Yes, it's it's very minimalist. Um, the like I said, the original writers wanted to do that, um, you know, and get it down to just four characters. Characters, um, because you know it is quite hard putting a show together with uh, you know abundance of actors and props, and it starts co- becoming costly. So their ambition was to do something really great, but minimise it, and and uh, I think they've done a good job of that. Mm. Uh, when you read the script, it's 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 great, and and we're characterising all the uh, movements of the train, um, you know the harrowing scenes on the fourth bridge, uh, me crossing the moors and uh, that kind of thing, to, to create the atmosphere, as it were. But it's all a bit of tongue-in-cheek, though. And you've got your own moustache. Yes, that's right, yes. I don't like the idea of... I, yes, I'm one of the lucky people who can grow a good beard or moustache, so I think it's a lot easier than worrying about it coming off through uh, halfway through the play. And I've got a good th- thick hair as well, so... All your own? All my own. <laughs> OK, thanks very much for that. Great, thank you. Please, uh, excuse me, Constable... Call the West End murderer yet? We'll catch him. Don't you worry, sir. That's the spirit. All board for the Highlands. Next up, the Highlands. Anything suspicious? You let us know, sir. Oh, yes. Don't you worry. All aboard. All aboard. Final edition. Final edition. No, thank you. Uh, my name's Charlie, uh, I'm 24, I come from Liverpool. And you're wearing quite a few hats in 39 Steps, how many? Quite a few hats, actually, nearly 139 hats. Well, 39 hats for 39 Steps, I'd say. 
uh, a majority of roles are all different, all different costume, all different hats. It's great. This is all a uh, quick change. I mean, you play the longest you play a character is probably in about 10 seconds. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. I do get quite attached to some of the characters, even though I'm only playing them for two minutes. Which one's your favourite? Um, okay, I play a woman called Mrs. Jordan, who I'm not going to spoil the background of her character, but she's a very attractive woman and her hair looks great with my beard. This production, this show, is, is almost more like a, a radio show, that it depends entirely on the imagination. And, mm -hmm. and as everybody knows, for radio plays, the scenery is always much better and the costumes are always much better. And it's very much that with this, because, I mean, you, you just create and inspire the, the imagination. I think the scene that we were, we were seeing earlier on the fourth road bridge, not fourth road bridge, fourth railway bridge, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's incredible. I mean, there's nothing to it, but it really feels you, you've got the wind blowing in your hair yeah, and well, the smoke and everything else. Well, you getting that impression takes a load off my mind because obviously uh, working with such a minimalistic props and it is, again, as you say, I think you've hit the nail on the head perfectly. It is very much like a radio show. It's left a lot to your own imagination. Um, and hopefully the acting will help carry away the, the magic. Which is the most difficult part? I'd say on the, there's two scenes that are in pretty difficult for me because I have to switch between a Scottish policeman, a Cockney salesman, a train porter, um, and later on between a Peaky Blinder and a woman and also an old Scottish man. Um, and it's keeping the voices and the posture and the body language and the outfit as well different and moving. So having to switch from all the characters and also remember which character you're supposed to be. It must be quite difficult to avoid going, pick up a wrong character and go on, going off in a completely wrong direction. It is quite difficult, but luckily, with only being three of us, it's very much an ensemble piece. So it's we're all helping each other. It's Without each other, we'd be forgetting all the time. I've tried to practice it in the mirror. It doesn't work nearly as well as when we're practicing no, together. I mean, it's like a ballet almost. Yeah, it's it's I, so I'd precise. Say, for sure, for sure. We've got to be precise. Um, my movements and my directions when I'm changing aren't on point yet, but that's because we're only just starting to really get a feel with it with all the props and costumes but it's going to be a very physical, demanding play. I am hopefully going to be a lot fitter than I am now at the end of the run. Mm. Where, where do you normally work? You're, ba you're based in, in, in Amsterdam. Uh, I live in Leiden, actually. Um, I moved to the Netherlands five years ago. I actually work for Adidas. This is my first ever professional production. Ah. Yeah, I've been acting for 14 years, but uh, I've only just really started to take it seriously. I mean, I've never stopped doing shows. I've been doing at least two shows a year. But this is the uh, first time and I'm very grateful for the company for giving me a chance because I don't have any formal acting training. It's only based off my previous experience. It's a great play to start. Yeah, it really <laughs> is a great play to start because there's a, all the different characters that I play help, in my opinion, to showcase what skill I have because mm. there's many different sort of interpretations I have to take. Fantastic. Okay, thank you very much indeed. My name is Richard Hannay. They're after me for murder. I swear I'm innocent. You've got to help me. I've got to stay free for the next few days. The safety of our country depends Shh. on it. Excuse me. Sorry to disturb you, but has either of you seen a man come along the way this way a few minutes ago? His name is Richard Hannay. This is the man you want, Inspector. Uh, but when we came along, we just knew that the two of you were... Well, we you were know. strangers on a train. He pushed in here and forced himself upon me. His name is Richard Hannay. Is your name Richard I'm with Marty Smith, Certainly and she is wearing a different hat in the show. Everybody wears several hats, but Lovelace's hat is very different indeed because she's the director, I think. <laughs> I'm the director. I'm also 
an actor and I'm also co-producing the show and it's very challenging because I'm very, very busy all the time. And so it, what's my favourite bit, obviously, is working with the actors um, because that's that's great. You get to be creative and there's a lot of energy flowing in the rehearsal room. But then we stop for lunch and I have a meeting with the set designer or the, the sound guy or the or the landlord that who owns the space that we're rehearsing in comes in to tell me that the lock's been fixed and can I come and look at this or that or that. So I spin, I constantly spin and it's great. But I'm going to have a long break when this is over. <laughs> but at least you're in control. You I nobody, am in control. And nobody else to blame except yourself. <laughs> exactly. And for a control freak like me, it's quite good to have the reins on everything. Absolutely. So what, what, um, what attracted you to the 39 Steps? It's fun. It's silly. It's surreal. It's, um, it's nuts. It's, it's four actors trying to do a whole Hitchcock film in two hours on stage with lots of silly props but it's, and uh, silly accents. <laughs> but, but the genre works well. It's, it's a bit like the, um, the, the Woman in Black. It's, it, it, it all takes place in your imagination. There's very little on stage as far as scenery is concerned. It's all suggestive. Exactly, exactly. It's been described as a love letter to the theatre, and I think that's exactly what it is, because I, I had to, I had to when I was having meetings with the designer, um, and we sat down, I said, I don't want too many set pieces. I don't want anything that looks like it might belong in a big plush production of something, because it's not that kind of show. It's very much bare bones. It's what I call out-of-the-box theatre. You can't see lovely podcast audiences. I'm, I'm doing my quote fingers here. She um, is, she is. I'm doing, I'm doing them very well indeed. <laughs> so it's a kind of out-of-the-box style, um, and literally out-of-the-box, because we're using tea chests, sort of packing cases, um, which we had to explain very carefully to our American designer what they what they are because I don't think they have tea chests. In America. So I mean, the, the, on stage you're basically working with these four boxes, tea mm -hmm. chests. You've got mm -hmm. two large step ladders. Yeah. And and a, and a mock-up of an th old theatre box. Yes, yeah. Well, we put the theatre boxes in because there's, the CC Amstel Theatre is very new and very wide, um, and we're trying to create um, a sort of 1930s Art Deco. Because the actual theatre is actually part of the plot, isn't the it? The theatre is part of the plot. So the two theatre boxes also give a kind of extra um, level of. Alien, do I mean alienation? I'm so tired that my brain's not even functioning properly. Mm. But it's another remove for the audience. So you've got, so you, the audience are looking at the theatre boxes where you've got two people in the theatre boxes who are watching the action. And it's, um, yeah, it's good. And it frames the space for us nicely. And uh, we use them, we use them not just as theatre boxes. We also use them as aeroplanes. The pilots sit in the theatre boxes. Yep, there are, I don't want to give too many spoilers away, but there are, there are planes. There are trains, there are automobiles, there are... <laughs> sounds like a song, you should put that to music. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, there's lots, there's lots, there's lots. Um, but yes, very, very little in the way of set. We've got a very nice um, sort of Art Deco leather chair because we wanted to, although it's very, very kind of bare bones style, we wanted a few kind of choice pieces just to accessorise the production, I think is the way that but I, I think like to put it. But I think there's a lot of smoke. A lot of smoke. A lot of projection, projections. A lot of projections. Uh, but but it's, not, it's, not, it's not tech. I mean, it's not an invasive Oh, no, thing. not at all. No, it's very simple. Um, we've, yeah, we'll, we will have a smoke machine and there will be sound effects. That's kind of about as high-tech high tech as it 
gets. And we've got some fantastic students working on our sound for us from the local um, sound, sound university, can you say sound university? Technical, audio, audio, that's the word I'm looking for. It's called the SAE Institute. Hmm. I'm not quite sure what that stands for, but these two students are excellent, Vinny and Paolo, and they're doing a fantastic job of creating a wonderful soundscape for us. So what, what you might not see um, in terms of set and props and so on, sometimes you hear, sometimes we have things just suggested with, with a sound effect. You can do an incredible amount with sound oh, effects. Amazing. You can cr create yeah. everything. I mean, it's yeah. like I was, I was saying to the others, it, it's it's almost like a radio play. Yes. And maybe everybody yeah. sees it differently. Yes, <laughs> it is. Funnily enough, the other, I don't know whether I should tell you this, but the other play that we were looking at possibly doing when we decided to go for the 39 Steps was a radio play of It's a Wonderful Life. You know the film. Um, there's, a, there's a radio play out there where, where the actors are all kind of on a set and so you see them making all the sound effects and so on. Uh, maybe that's something I mean, I think that works next. incredibly well. Yeah. I mean, there are a couple of, there's the, there's the woman in black, there's um, a company called Knee Hype, you've seen that, yes. and they're yeah. very similar. Um, yes, yeah. Um, I think something nice for the audience, being able to see the mechanics of what's going on. Mm. I think if you make it, I mean, there is a, definitely a place for, for wonderful, amazing, um, smooth transitions and, and trucks and flying things and so on. Um, but that's, you know, when you've got a lot of budget and you've got millions of pounds to spend, then that's, that's all euros. But, but the but the audience is going to look at it and think, oh, that was, must be easy to do with just four boxes and two step ladders. But it's <laughs> it's probably good, much more complicated oh, because it's it's like a machine and every cog has got to fit together and one out of alignment and you break down. Yeah. You have to call the AA. <laughs> Definitely the AA or the uh, Iron Bay Bay. But uh, yeah, no, it is. It's very complicated and there's lots of choreography. There's not just choreography on stage. There's choreography backstage because we've got people helping backstage. Everything's going to be in the right place at the right yeah, time. Yeah, the props have to be exactly where they're supposed to be the costumes I mean uh, the hats and and so many bits and pieces on off. I mean so it literally is hats isn't it <laughs> li literally we've got so many hats we've got luckily we have a fantastic hat maker Alison she's our costume woman she's done some amazing hats really 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 good stuff um, but yes it's uh, it's going to look and sound and hopefully be lovely and it opens when it opens on the 6th of December at the CC Amstel Theatre. Uh, we're only doing five productions. We're doing one on the Friday night, two on the Saturday and two on the Sunday. And then that's it. For this year? For this year. <laughs> <laughs> OK, Ladley Smith, thanks very much for that. We shall look forward to 39 Steps. Yes, Miss. What's that? Thank you. Good idea, Miss. Shall I pull it? The best if I do, Miss. Very well, then. Pulling the communication cord. No! No, sir, not the communication call! Blackout. Well done, everybody. Good run through. We'll work on tightening up some of the choreography next time we do it. Um, it's, it takes a lot of energy, and I know you're all extremely tired, having had a very long day here. So we'll That was the cast and director of The 39 Steps, which is opening at the CC Amstel Theatre in Amsterdam on the 6th of December. And to finish off, here's some music from a band called Steel Sheep, which can be seen in and around Amsterdam. This is a tune called Unibrow.
Well, doesn't time fly? That's the end of another edition of Arts Talk Radio. We'll be back in a week or so, hopefully with lots more interesting people to talk to. If you have any comments, please leave them in the box below. We're always going to be pleased to hear from you. My name is Michael Hasted, and so till the next time, it's goodbye. Goodbye.